What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Well, this is my friend Gianna. Um, Gianna, say hi. Hi, guys. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me on the podcast. Yes, of course. I'm so excited to have you. Um, what a crazy part two. I mean, what did you think? Oh, my gosh. Just like what is going on with this crew right now i'm just i can't wait for next episode too i know we're talking about this episode but i know what, what is going on with denise first of all it's like the only it's the first thing that just the whole my all my notes are like i know it's denise. like what everybody's talking about um so i everybody knows that i'm team uh denise so what team are you on are you kind of in the middle what are you where are you at yeah everyone's about to eye roll right now i am one yeah. of the girls <laughs> That is in the middle. Um, I'm not team Brandy. I'm not team Denise. I think mm-hmm. I think there's truth to both sides, but I have to agree with you. Why are we giving Brandy more of a spotlight right now? I mean, she when has she ever actually followed through on anything that we've seen? I know. And I do have to say, I was like, before I started recording, um, I was um, I caught like a little snip of Watch What Happens Live because Brandy's on tonight oh. and I'm going to watch it later because I just I, I can't I, I don't have time for that right now. But like <laughs> I, I caught a snippet of her talking and I was just getting a little irritated because uh, I, I, just like the way she was talking about everything. I was just like, oh, my God, I can't stand her when she's talking about this whole thing. But anyways, we'll get into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so first off, I just wanted to get into the first part of the episode um so kyle has had a lot of moments this season which i guess i've kind of like forgot about like a lot of like temper tantrums and all this stuff going on so what's your take on that do you think that she's trying to like hold her place on the show or um i I don't know i just felt like she kind of created a rift with a lot of different women and different scenarios so i don't know what you think about that totally i mean i'm right there with you on that i completely forgot about kyle even having a moment Mm -hmm. with everything happening but Mm -hmm. I think in my notes, I really go back to the fact that Kyle is hands down a family person. I'm listening to another podcast that has to do with it too. And Mm -hmm. they always talk about how Kyle in the beginning would always flake on appointments or not flake. That's what I were to use, but she would always say no to different opportunities because she wanted to be in home with her family, cook dinner and put her kids to bed. So when she talks about her six weeks of going from, you know, West coast to East coast, you know, on a train trying to find back and all this stuff. Like it's just emotionally too much for her. And I think she's just taking that out. And that's kind of what I saw when she was doing her recap, this reunion, whether or not that's what actually would happen during the time. I do think maybe she is trying to hold her spot in the show. We've seen a lot of top notches and other franchises, you know, no, no longer are no mm-hmm. longer around. So it could be a little bit of both. Right. And we've like with Kyle, I feel like I've always been like a huge Kyle fan. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was about this season. I think maybe you're right. I think she was just a little different. And I think that's kind of what set her apart from all the other women in the past was she's always been kind of like um, that family girl. And I don't know, like she's always had this personality to her that's very likable. But there was something about this season with everything going on that I just... I couldn't find one reason to like not be angry with her this season. I don't know what it was, but I think it was just the way she was handling everything with um, the whole Denise situation. And I I don't know. It could have been a lot of different things. Yeah, no. And I agree. And I do think, I mean, even I remember sitting back and watching the show when the episode had aired and she called Mm -hmm. Denise a ragamuffin, like, Oh my gosh. Like I even was like, 
I even like turned to my husband. And I was like, oh, that was not cool. Like yeah. I like, <laughs> like I was like, that is not necessary, and that's not Kyle. I think yeah, there's something happening with Kyle. Yeah, and I I have to admit I didn't even know what a ragamuffin was. I had to Google it when it happened. <laughs> and so, did you know that a ragamuffin is actually a child in dirty clothing? Because I didn't know. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, my I had gosh. to Google it, and it's actually also a type of cat. So. So that's what I kept thinking of was like a cat. So I just thought of like a raggedy like cat that just like need to be brushed is what I was thinking. And I mean, no matter how you take it, it's not like they're talking about how gorgeous she is, right? So I know it's kind of a it's kind of a fucked up thing to say. I mean, I didn't even know what it meant, but I was just like, oh, why would she say that? You know, like I was just kind of going along with it. But um, yeah. so um, another thing I wanted to talk about was very briefly um, just about how um, so. The whole like photo shoot thing and, you know, going to um, Teddy's event and how Dorit was like showing up late. So I, I, I get, you know, her being late was kind of an issue. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, Teddy obviously came and said, you know, the time thing, it wasn't like, you know, it was clear that we could be there at whatever time. Mm-hmm. But then how, you know, I was kind of on Kyle's side when she was saying like, you know, well, you know, you were just late because you were doing your photo shoot and everything, which we do know Dorit has a reputation of doing. <laughs> like, if you follow her on Instagram, it's not, it doesn't take a, uh, to, doesn't take, you right. know, a genius to know. So, um, but I thought it was funny that she said that she was promoting um, Beverly Beach. Yeah. But I thought Beverly Beach was swimwear. So, like, when she was wearing that Barbie Glam outfit, I was like, really? That's promoting your work? Like, I didn't think that that was her work. I, I thought it was just an outfit that she was wearing. <laughs> Yeah, no, I completely agree with you on that one too. Because you know, and that's a good point that you really bring too is that Beverly Beach is beachwear, and I, I mean, yeah. we we follow our girls religiously on IG, and I don't remember mm-hmm. there anything about how they're going into a sports line. Maybe we missed something, but I yeah. don't remember seeing anything about that. So that does bring a good question. I want to say because what's going on there? But yeah, I'm definitely like pro Kyle on this side regarding being late. You know me. I am like a. I'm there 10 minutes early, punctual person. I think being late is definitely a sign of disrespect. I am not for it. However, if the host is aware what's happening, then we we might have to take a step back. I think the bigger issue is that the rest of the team wasn't informed. This this isn't a a shocker to anybody. Like, this is a group of friends that are traveling Mm -hmm. together with the show and they're supposed to be in communication and what's happening because they all need to be driving together, going back together, what's happening. Right. And that lack of communication, it was the communication wasn't there. And so everyone's kind of annoyed and mad because we all know they all would have rather had maybe con a little bit later. Maybe Kyle could have dropped off Porsche at school. I don't know, but I think that was maybe Mm -hmm. the real issue behind it. Yeah. And I mean, even like later in the season, I think when they were in Rome, like all the women were downstairs waiting and like Dorit was still getting glam and the producer was like, yeah, they're all down there. And she was like, even Kyle. And then she was like, everyone, everyone, everyone. everyone." I know. And it was just, it was funny because it's like Dorit and I would, I would say Dorit and Erica, because I feel like they spend the most time on glam. Mm -hmm. They're usually the ones that are taking the longest. And, um, you know, like, I'm also somebody who's very punctual, so it would irritate me. So I can understand Kyle's frustration on it. Um, And yeah, I kind of have to call bullshit on the fact that she was promoting her own business because I haven't seen any of that outfit on Beverly Beach swimwear or whatever. I haven't seen any of that anywhere. So I don't know. I have to kind of call bullshit on that. 
totally. And you know what? And if it had to do with business, all these ladies are entrepreneurs. They all understand that, you know, we got to rep the brand, but like, don't use that as an excuse at a reunion to try to cover your ass. Like, yes. And, um, another point I wanted to make while we're talking about Kyle is, um, Kyle's definitely different with Teddy. Um, I, I guess it just is because Teddy's maybe a better friend or maybe they're closer. Yeah. But I mean, it, it also does not take a genius to know that either because they're the ones that are always filming with each other, the two of them. Right. I, I mean, and, and I don't really, um, I, I don't really feel like Erica is really that close with any of the women besides like Rena, I guess. But I mean, if you think about it, Erica doesn't film a lot individually with anybody else, really. I mean, they do, she does all the group ones, but right. she doesn't do a lot of individual filming with, or I shouldn't say individual filming, but like, you know, filming with another, like for example, Kyle and Erica or, um, you know, like Denise and Erica, I think we saw like one scene with them or, you know, like we don't see a lot of that. We see her in group settings, but I don't feel like she's that tight with any of the other women. So yeah, but we have to remember she's also grown a lot. I mean, if we look back at season yeah. one with Erica, I mean, she was – I love that she wears cold-hearted bitch, but loud and proud. But if you look at back between the beginning of her seasons versus now, she is way more warmer now. Um, yeah. I do agree with you regarding she doesn't really film a whole lot with people. But I don't know. This is coming off of the show. I listened to her book last year, and she really talks about just how much – harder it is for her to connect with other people because she has such a guard up due to her previous experiences and she's been honest mm, about that so yeah i you know she's taking her time but she has really done her best i think to really start opening up to these people but i and i think you can't remember if she said it in the show or in her book but she talks about how she just doesn't have people over so the fact that there's even a whole camera crew over in her house is like whoa next level yeah i didn't even know about that so that's kind of good to know too yeah. um I, I did want to also say that, um, I mean, it's clear because we know that Kyle and Teddy are closer right. with each other than most of the other women. But I think ever since Teddy has been on the show and Kyle and her have gotten closer, I think that has caused a bit of the rift between Kyle and Dorit's friendship because Kyle and Dorit used to be a lot closer than they are or than they were, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a huge part, uh, um, aside from... Kyle being closer with Teddy is just, I feel like their communication is always off. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Like even when they were communicating on the reunion um, about how their communication was poor, like they couldn't even communicate then. So it was just like, I was watching her and I was just like, okay, you're going in circles here and I don't really know what you're talking about. And Kyle won't let you finish. And Dorit's not making her point fast mm-hmm. enough. I'm like, I'm like, why are they even fighting? Like, what is there even to fight about now? And it was just, I don't know. So I feel like their communication is just always off. I don't know what you think about that, but no, that's a very valid point, AJ. Like for yeah. sure, they're it's like and it's, they want the same thing. They want peace. They want to resolve. They want to have a good friendship or at least be amicable. But every time they're each person is taking the information wrong and they're yes. just getting annoyed at one another. They're almost like a set of twins who are just like. You know, we want to go up the hill and play on that hill, but you know, they're both arguing the way that you go up the hill. Like it's just every episode. There's like something like that. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, another point I had was um, when they started talking about Amelia and you know Rena's mm, daughter. Yes. Um, that whole apartment search thing was like so <laughs> telling of the <laughs> of the way that her kids are. I mean, anybody could agree 
like any Housewives fans can agree, like that was, come on, that was ridiculous. And the fact that she has a $5,700 budget, like a month. And I know that Rena said like she's paying for it all herself and everything, but still, I mean, what the hell, um, you know, a girl her age need an apartment with a doorman, you know, that's ground level, that's not ground level, that has marble countertops and all like, like really? I mean, I know. And I think it's- I think this is why I watch Housewives, you know, because I just I can't I, I can't relate to any of these women's the, oh, that's these women. What I love, you know? though. I love that we can watch oh, I love this it. stuff and we can dream about going back in time and being Amelia's age and, and I know and having a fifty seven hundred dollar budget and a doorman. Like I love that. This is what I love about the Housewives <laughs> franchise is that, you know, one day like this is what you can have or what you can have like for your next generation. I think that's awesome. Um I do gotta say though, it was like I was mimicking lisa's reactions when she would say like oh i have to have this i was like mirroring when i was laughing i was shocked i was like what like my first apartment i was like lucky to even have like indoor plumbing okay like honey, honey. <laughs> she's like that's my daughter yeah <laughs> um and speaking of her daughter um on a serious on a more serious note mm-hmm. um Garcelle, I, I kind of understand what she was getting at with Rena and the whole dancing video. I mean, anybody that follows Rena on Instagram knows and has seen at least one dancing video. Um, that whole thing, I get it, was a total sensitive topic. And it looks like Garcelle might have been, like, let's say 50%, maybe 60% concerned with, you know, that. I think the rest was just kind of petty. Mm-hmm. But... Um, we know that Garcelle and Rena are friends of a long time, maybe 20 years or something like that. Um, why wouldn't Garcelle just pull her to the side and, and just say, hey, do you think that this may be a contributing factor? Um, but I mean, I feel like these videos that Rena has been doing have been more recent. Like she hasn't been doing this for years. Like it's been maybe this past couple, like I would say this last year is when it started kind of getting bigger, like mm-hmm. her doing the dancing videos. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when it started. Maybe, I mean, this year for all of us has felt long. So maybe it's only been like eight months and we're all like two years. But I'm not sure. But I think you're right. I think it's, it's been more recent. I don't think Garcelle's intent um, question had negative intentions to it. I don't think she was trying to stir up drama. And like she mentioned earlier in the season, Garcelle was just a straight shooter. She's like, I'm going to ask those hard yeah. questions, which is probably what we're talking about later. Um with another wife, uh, another housewife on the show, but I, I don't think she was coming from like a negative intent here. But she was genuinely just curious, like, hey, if you know, if my if I had a daughter and she felt this way, why are you doing this? She just wanted to know. I think she wanted to understand, and maybe her delivery wasn't the best. But she seems like she's more like a straight mm-hmm. shooter, and it maybe that was my been the issue. Maybe because the women around her thought it was such a sensitive topic, maybe they should have been pulled aside. But I don't think Garcelle again was trying to make it a big deal and be like. <gasps> Are you have you thought about this? Like I don't think she was like wanting to make it a big deal. Yeah, and I mean, I I personally can't speak on somebody who has body issues or I I mean, I grew up with a sister who had an eating disorder, so I'm kind of a little familiar with that, but I'm not uh you know, I didn't grow up in like an age of social media like this. Like I was just, you know, we didn't have like that like social media is huge now, right? Yeah. Obviously, um that plays into a lot like, you know, that wouldn't be a conversation, you know, this whole body conversation about Rena dancing on Instagram wouldn't be a topic of conversation like in the early 2000s. Um, so it's like, for me, I, I, I don't really know, you know, I mean, obviously um, Amelia has, you know, 
a serious eating disorder or, mm-hmm. or anorexia. I'm not exactly sure what she has, but right. I mean, prop, props to her for getting on camera and talking about it. I don't personally totally. feel like her mom has anything to do with that. I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things that's like, I think it's genetic. It's not really um, something that she has control over. So I don't know. But I thought it was so cool how she even said it. And I think that just shows how much growth Amelia, Amelia has had. I mean, because mm-hmm. she blatantly had said, no, like, it's not you. It is like my issue that I'm working with. And I, I just, I think it's so important, especially for that younger generation to hear that we cannot always put blame on other things. We are there's certain things that are happening internally that we have to take ownership for. And I love that they're bringing light to it. I just think it's right. fantastic. Right. Um, okay. So I want to bring it up because they brought mm-hmm. it up. Yes. <laughs> okay. The bunny. Can we talk about oh, that for a I minute? I love it. I love it. I'm living for it. I, I love this fucking bunny, to Me be honest. Too. Like, oh my God. When, when it was, I, I still can't get over Rinna. Like when she walked up to, um, to, uh, to kim at the um oh. the party she's like this is for your grandchild like i just can't get over that whole thing and then it's like and then it's like she comes on the the reunion or i mean rena and she goes the bunny company is actually out of business it's like, i what was the fuck? shocked like if there was one business that i would open up right now it'd be that damn bunny business are you kidding me i know right it's been the talk of the town since that episode came out i mean when Kim brought the bunny back and it made that uh, like the that one tear, the, the one tear and the lips huge and the zoom in like that was that was iconic. I mean, you have I- to admit like why do we not have matching pj sets with that because that is what we need that right that, that is what i'm hearing people <laughs> <laughs> i love that um but holy shit with teddy's daughter i had no idea that that happened with the whole finger thing right because i saw like if I, someone was like commenting saying well what happened and she commented saying like accidents happen with the emoji looking awkward but we don't mm-hmm. know what happened. So that's insane. I know. And I, I don't follow Teddy on Instagram just because, um, you know, in the words of Denise, I think she's a little boring. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I don't really follow her on Instagram. But um, I love that she shared that with us because I, I didn't know that. And that's crazy that she went through that with her daughter. I mean, um, but, you know, I I believe I've said this before. I feel like children are so resilient. And even she said it. Um, you know, how she was like, I'm so excited. I get to sleep in mommy's bed with her. Like, you know, oh, like that's I just, know. that's a way to look at it. You know, like kids always look at it that way, but can so you imagine precious. the tears probably coming out of that child's face once her finger was amputated. I, I couldn't imagine. I mean, I've only had my fingers stuck in a car door when I was like four and oh that was like traumatic enough. So let alone stuck in a door and chopped off. That's mm-hmm. not, like, it's either going to be suppressed later in life or she's going to always remember it and always be super careful with doors, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, accidents definitely happen. Um, yeah, it's definitely super scary. And I think it's great that Teddy just immediately got into actions, what it sounds like, because I think a lot mm-hmm. of people maybe wouldn't have. And I think that's super important to make sure you got to be calm and just get to the situation. Because even if you wait five minutes in a situation like that, her finger couldn't be replaced back on. And that would just be something so silly that can be fixed right however i Mm -hmm. do think that they're going to be some there's going to be some shade on twitter regarding the help that she had from dr paul nassif and people being like well why can't this just happen for other kids who have situations like this i don't think now that's going to happen and it's going to create more drama and then tight is going to post about it and just 
It's me, vicious cycle, guys. I just can't handle that. Definitely, the trolls are going to come out because I, I I haven't heard of something happening that quick. But when she said like I called all the ladies and then finally we got in the emergency room with Dr. Nassif, I was like, oh, here we here go. We go. Yep. Here come the trolls on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. So um, yeah, you're right about that. Um, so we've we finally got to the topic about uh, Denise and Brandy Gate. So um, <sighs> I um I want to start before we get into that. Actually, I want to do say um, I, I think. I don't remember Denise saying this in her interviews, but then mm-hmm. they showed the interview um, about how she said, I actually said worse shit about Teddy than Brandy said I did. Oh no, I definitely remember that. I don't remember that. And now oh. I'm like, kind of like, when did that, when, when, like, when did that air? Um, that was, um, that was the last episode before the reunion. That was the final episode right before the reunion. Okay. So yeah, I definitely, I don't know if I just missed that or I forgot I definitely forgot about You're it. You're just so, so um, team Denise. You got sucked in. I'm just so like team Denise. were on. She's manipulating me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I, um, I, I mean, I think the women then took that the wrong way because then they were saying, well, you just said that in your interview. But I think Denise was miscommunicating a little bit there because she was saying like, who's your source, Brandy? But I think um, what she meant was like, you know, what did Brandy say that I, t- I said about you guys? Is that where you're getting your information from? But Brand- or, but Denise has already come forth and said exactly what she said about Denise. Or, I'm sorry. Denise has already come forward and said what she said about Teddy, um, Rinna, Erica. She's already said exactly what she said. So at this point, we can either believe Denise or we could believe Brandy. But, I mean, take it or leave it. It's on the table. So... I mean, there's text messages, but then now Denise is saying how you can fake text messages, which I'm sure you can. But do we really think Brandy is competent enough to do that? Maybe she would have found someone on Fiverr and pay for it. I don't know. But like, but I don't even think she needs to come with that argument, though, that she could fake the text messages. Because in Brandy's defense, or I'm sorry, in Denise's defense, Mm -hmm. these text messages, in my opinion, do not allude to any sort of affair. I mean, yes, they do have a friendship. It's clear. Right. Um, or I guess Denise is calling it a acquaintance ship or whatever. Um, but re- regardless, the relationship to me seems totally platonic. So I, I, that's why I'm confused as to why she's then saying, well, text messages can be fabricated. Because these text messages aren't really in... I, I don't know. They don't yeah. seem like incriminating to me. Or you know what I mean? Like Totally. Um, I mean, it's definitely a few friendly conversations back and forth that go on for a year or so. We don't know the exact timestamps, but Mm -hmm. from what I've read and I've read about uh, at least 50 text messages between the two of them, Mm -hmm. I have not seen anything so far that would, that would give me an inkling that they were, they had had an affair. I mean, it's just simple housewife, you know, texts. Yeah. No, I I agree with the the fact of the text messages. Like, if you were only looking at the text messages, agreed, an affair wouldn't have come out of that. Mm-hmm. However, I think the problem that I'm having is, one, the fact that she's denying any kind of real friendship and the fact that she's just saying, again, it's like an acquaintance. Like, Well, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't say certain things over text like that. But, I mean, and that's neither here nor there right now. The second part that I really have an issue with is her body language. When we look at that last episode... And if you're dead set and you're not like doing something else and you're watching that screen, you can see she's like, you can see the wheels turning and being like, fuck, how do we get out of this? Yeah, because it, it a lot of, and it, Dorit got it straight on. Like she said, 
I, I will defend you until you're proven other until I'm proven otherwise. But a couple parts of your story don't add up. And mm-hmm. that's where I feel like Denise, um, she's um, she scrambled, yes. rightfully so, because this is just such a crazy thing to just, you know, come to the forefront. So I, I understand if I were to put myself in Denise's shoes, I kind of understand where she's going a little bit. However, she is digging herself a deeper and deeper hole every time she speaks on this. Yes. So I think it maybe was easier for her to just do the cease and desist, um, which we can talk about in a minute, but I want to hear your thoughts about that. Regarding the, the, the cease and desist. Well, I mean, what... It's kind of it's kind of shocking to me because yeah, honestly, because like, I, I I mean I'm sure you saw the news that that uh, um, yes. uh, Denise is not going to be returning. Um, I I actually I don't know if you caught this, but I did not catch this in the finale episode. The finale um, that aired where Rinna and Denise were sitting down having that conversation, I didn't correct. catch the fact um, who the cease and desist was sent to, and I think they just showed it in this reunion where they said that Rinna said. Um, you send a cease and desist to Brandy, Evolution, and Bravo. I didn't get that in the finale. I didn't hear that. I only thought it was for Brandy, but regarding Bravo and Evolution, that is news to me too. So I mean, yeah, I don't remember that. So um, that changes a lot because in my in, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, well, if she sends a cease and desist to Bravo and Evolution, I mean, that's kind of like an automatic fire. I would assume because why would bravo or evolution want that in in the show like i mean oh for sure no i i totally agree with i you. don't know but i think i think this is my big my big thing is that she in my opinion and maybe this is just how she reacts maybe this is the type of person she is where you know especially with her past and her history and her and just the what she's had to deal with in her life maybe for her it's just like okay you know we're gonna you know cut off them legally we're gonna not say anything we're just gonna you know keep fighting back and we're just you know gonna protect ourselves but i right. gotta say every angle she does it just makes me seem like she's just guilty and i think this cease and desist order really proved the fact that like she's like shit i don't know what else to do i just need to shut up because that's the only way we can calm this down and it's just, it's not. It just shows me. It's like you you're just trying to hide. You're just trying to you're trying to cover up. Maybe it's not the fact that you slept with Brandy, or maybe it's something else you don't want to know about, or something that might have more of an impact. That we all are. Maybe maybe there's a shiny object, and we're all looking at the shiny object right now because she's trying to cover up what the real dirt is and trying to make sure we no one gets whiff of that. I don't know, but it's, I think something special is happening here. I don't think the truth's being told on Zinni's side, and. I think the cease and desist order was just a cherry on top to decide, yep, something happened. Right. Um, and I, I think I've said this p- before in a couple episodes ago that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's clear that Denise is gaslighting a lot of these women um, mm-hmm. for this whole situation. But um, in her defense, I do feel like the only thing that she could have done to, to, to defuse this whole situation was just was just downplay it, you know? And I think she's kind of failing at that because all she's saying is this isn't true. And she's not really getting into anything else of why it couldn't be true. You know, like she's not saying like, well, Aaron was with me and he saw, and then Aaron, you know, was on the show and he said something about it, but like, she's not doing anything extra to prove herself. So it's like, it's hard for us to believe her. Um, but then it's like there's a lot of fans like you and I who have watched mm-hmm. since the beginning who just know Brandy's credibility. And um, 
are, are just not sitting well with this whole story. Um, because Brandy could come forth and say whatever she wants to say, right? But um, at the end of the day, um, you know, some parts of the story just don't add up uh, on her end too. Because yes. she could say, you know, well, we had sex. I met her in her hotel room. But it's like, okay, do you have, you know, footage of you entering the hotel? Do you have, like, like where is conversations from Denise saying, like, do not tell anybody? Like, no, there's no, there's none of that. So it's all hearsay. Yeah, but and, I mean, like, um, if you're going to be heading to a hotel to, you know, hang out with a friend, do you think you'd be recording it? I mean, I wouldn't, I would hopefully not want to record my afternoon delight. I mean, I don't want to. No. I, but I mean, maybe she wasn't thinking that. Maybe she wasn't needing that. Maybe she just was kind of caught up in everything. I don't know. But I, then it's like, but then it's like, it makes me think, okay, so do you remember the episode where Brandy came forth to Kyle and Teddy and she told, she told them all this information? Yes. They were all on the floor and Kyle. Yes. Was, first of all, that was a shady setup too, not to cut you off there, but no, it's okay. That was like, shady. Um, it's like first, what, why is Brandy waiting in the car while your sister's coming up to your room? Like, I, yeah, so weird. <laughs> well, and it it got me thinking, okay, so why, why now? Why do, why would you bring that up? Cause she said it happened months ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if she was sitting, let, let's just say it was like six or eight months ago. If she was sitting with that information for six to eight months, and didn't tell anybody why now for her to go on camera and sit there with Kim and Teddy and Kyle all in the room and, and put out an accusation like that on camera. Why, like why now that that's what my whole thing is. And and then the only answer I can think of is because she wants the attention. Yeah. Um, I, I just can't think of any other. Re- um, plus after that, after the fact, why is there no text messages that say, you know, from, from Denise and Brandy that say, have you told anybody yet? Or like, why isn't there any of that? You know, because if this is months later, they're bound to have talked about that. They can't just have sex and not talk about the fact that they hadn't had sex, you know, like, right. And, and, you know, Brandy saying that she sent all of her text messages, like Bravo has all the text messages and they're kind of slowly releasing them at a time. They've pretty much released all of them at this point. If they haven't released, you know, then there's nothing, there's nothing out there that's, you know, in favor of Brandy. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is a giant bomb about to be dropped at the end of the reunion at the, at the last episode. And we're just about to see some crazy shit happening. Fuck. Yeah. That gave me a heart attack just thinking about that. <laughs> Could you imagine like us sitting there and then like Andy's just like, well, Denise, <laughs> I have some text messages that pr- like what? I mean, who knows? Anything could happen next week. I want to see how this is going to end because this isn't one of those conversations that you could just tie up with a bow and put it on a bookshelf. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, next to the this bunny. Is, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, next to the bunny. <laughs> like, this is going to be crazy. I know. I'm so excited for next week. It's going to be so good. And I'm, I'm excited to see what the issue is with Erica, too, because we saw a glimpse of her leaving in a commercial before this one. And I thought I was going to be shown on this episode. So I'm excited to see what really set Erica off the edge because she's my home girl. I'm excited to see what happens. Right. Right. Um, just a couple more points I wanted to make. Um, so what makes me think that Andy and then a couple of the other producers, let's just say at Bravo, that, that what makes me think that they're kind of shady mm-hmm. is how, um, so Andy kept kind of like badgering Denise a little bit. Cause he was saying, I'm just trying to get all the sides. Um, 
But he kept saying um, that she called Brandy, that Denise called Brandy a good friend. But then they roll the clip at BravoCon. They roll it back. And all she said was that she's friendly with her. That's, and, that's true. Mm-hmm. And I read into words a lot. So when Andy kept saying, yeah, but you said that Brandy was a really good friend. That's not what she said, though. She said, yes, I'm friendly with her. And to me, that's two totally different things. Because you you could be friendly with somebody, but not be like a really good friend. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's where I feel like Andy was kind of trying to get Denise to kind of um, move a little bit on that subject. But um I'm also kind of confused from on, on Denise's end. I'm kind of confused what text she has between Rinna yeah. and her because she kept saying, you know, or I'm sorry, Andy kept saying, uh, would you be comfortable showing us the text messages between you and Brandy? Because since you're so, to see if they match up and she said, well, yeah, I have no problem doing that as long as I can send, you know, the ones between me and Rinna. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, is that, <laughs> Like, did they have an affair? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I didn't get a fair from it, I, but I did get something. Like, what did you get from that? Because I, I don't, I was confused. I think deception. I think something happened to where yeah. maybe they were trying to either, I'm not sure if gang ups are the right word to use here, but I think mm-hmm. they were, some a plot, a plot was happening because she also threw Kyle in that bus, in that bus too. She had said, yeah, if I can throw, if, and, and to me, Kyle Obviously, is an OG, but Rena's been around here for a while too. Rena, yeah, I, I wouldn't say she's an OG, but we know she's been around for a while. So maybe something happened regarding those two and trying to maybe overturn someone or something, or maybe they're trying to maybe shove someone out, maybe get Denise in a bit more. I'm not quite sure. To touch on the point that you did just say mm. regarding Andy, um, just I have to agree with you. It this season for me this season is the fact of how shady editing has been and we all know there's going to be a little shade with editing but it's it's definitely so obvious that now the public is like upset with it because we don't want it we want to enjoy it right we want to have fun but we don't want it to be just flat out lies so i i know and i i I have to say like i i love the drama but um like there was too many moments this season where they broke the fourth wall like a lot. Yep. And it it kind of got to a point where it was just like, okay, it's shady editing really, because I, I get doing it once in a blue moon, but I think they did it like three times, three or four times, maybe this season. Um, and it's just like, it makes me think, okay, why, why is Bravo choosing to like have this all go on? right yeah. now? Like, I don't know. That's what makes me think that, you know, Andy's kind of a part of that. I know he's an executive producer, obviously, but um, yeah, I mean, definitely shady editing this season. Uh, I've talked about that before and I I just think um, not in the favor of Denise at all. And the fact that all of the women were saying, well, why isn't Brandy here? Why isn't she here? And it's just like, you know, we've heard her story. We've heard everything she has to say. What else is there to say? It was kind of like when Andy was like, once we heard, I don't even want to repeat what he said, but we all know what he said. <laughs> when he said that and that, it's like, what what more is there to say? I mean, like, Brandy claimed that they had an affair. Denise is denying it. Like, there's nothing really else to say. We've read all these fucking text messages. I, I don't right. know what, at this point, it's just like being a dead horse. 
Yeah, and maybe they really thought they were going to get more out of Denise being the ex-wife of Charlie Sheen. Maybe they thought she's going to come on board. She's a wild car, a wild horse. And we did see, you know, a little bit more vocal Denise in the first season. Maybe they really thought they were going to be able to add maybe Charlie to the show. I mean, I don't know. But maybe they thought they would be able to get just more from her. And they're not. And so maybe they're just trying to. Maybe this is, you know what? Maybe they've been trying to push her out this entire season. They were just like, you're not what we thought we were. You're not what we want. Maybe contracts are getting too intense and with too much money for not a whole lot of outcome. And maybe they just wanted to push her out and this is the way they're doing it. I mean, That's it a be really fun. good theory. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even think about that. That's actually a really good theory. Maybe. Um, yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I'm just saying that could just be it. And I think it's just yeah. a shame that it has to get some maybe shady editing, but. I know, like, I'm kind of sad that, um, you know, when I saw the news, I was like, God, that's just such a bummer that this was the reason that she's, I mean, we all know this is the reason that she's not coming back. Totally. Um, and it's like, to me, I, I want to hear what she has to say, because we haven't heard from her yet. Um, we've just heard from Bravo, and um, I read it on Variety um, that she wasn't going to be on anymore. So, um, yeah, I, I want to hear what she has to say personally, because... Um, it's just kind of, you know, I mean, she's only on for two seasons and, you know, the second season that she's on, this whole shit happens. And it's like, yeah, it's different from the whole Vanderpump thing because Vanderpump had, had gone through this cycle of, of kind of, we all know, you know, I, I was, it was a roller coaster for yeah, sure. We it all was, knew it, it was a whole theme park and it was, yeah, it was, we, we knew like but with this, with this Denise thing, it was just like, really? Like, this is what, how it's going to happen. And this is how it's going to go down. I, um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just shocked to see what the final moments of the reunion are going to look like, to be honest. I'm also pretty shocked because Garcelle made a pack and they didn't really, I, in my opinion, they didn't really leave very well off at the end of the season before, before reunions. We'll see what happens tomorrow. But, you know, mm-hmm. Garcella, correct me if I'm wrong, was not really too happy with how Denise blew her off. And then she ended up lying. And I know they kind of had talked at dinner, but it wasn't. But then didn't she blow her off again, like wanting to meet up to he, the heirs? Are you talking about Rinna and Denise? Um, no, excuse me, the Garcella and Denise, because remember, because Garcella has been like, you know, Denise's like ride or die throughout this series. And she even has said, Hey, if Denise is coming back, I'm not coming back. And now we know Denise isn't coming back. But, but since maybe that has come out, I don't know when filming and when that decision was made, but correct me if I'm wrong again, before, before reunions had happened, Garcella was waiting on Denise, no showed her, then went to meet her, and Garcelle was in her car and got a last minute text from Denise saying, Hey, oh, right, right, right. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, saying, um, Hey, I've got to cancel today. And like that, that rubbed Garcella wrong. And I don't blame her, first of all. So I don't know if she's still, Hey, if she's leaving, I'm leaving. But we know Denise is leaving. So was Garcelle leaving too? What's happening there? Yeah, I guess we're going to have to play it by ear. I do want to say um, that. Um, you know, it, with Garcelle, I think because I think that kind of shows what kind of person she is that um, maybe that wasn't that big of a deal to her. Maybe they're going to talk about it next week. Yeah. Um, but I think um, because Denise and her have been friends for so long, I think it kind of like in the grand scheme of things was just not that big of a deal to her, which is very telling of Garcelle. I think she's great. Um, I think she's such a stand up girl. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think, um, but I know what you mean. Hopefully that gets addressed and maybe Denise will apologize to her because that was kind of shitty for her to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, look at the season Denise has had. Too, so <laughs> I don't know with these women, like it's been kind of, I feel bad for her, but um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I saw a post that Garcelle had did uh, an hour after Denise's uh, departure was announced. And she said like something about, um, well, that, well, this has been a shocking turn of events, something like that. It was some uh, catchy comment like that. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, she'll stick with her word, which will be really bad for the show because I think Garcelle uh, being a new addition added a great, great level this season. And just Denise, I mean, she added a really great level. I mean, I think she's going to be missed for sure by the fans. I, I do think Denise is going to be missed, but I, in my opinion, I don't think she brought much. I know since I'm crazy, but I don't think she brought much to this table i was really for her on season one i thought she was really great wait mm-hmm. maybe i'm misreading you so denise or garcelle i apologize oh both, yeah, both. Um, okay. yeah sorry but i think for denise i don't think i'm gonna miss her that much and i know it sounds crappy mm-hmm. to say i loved her for these throughout season one she was fun but i'm just not really feeling her this season i and i want to love i want to see more of garcelle so i'm really hoping Garcelle stays and I'm not going to be that hope heartbroken Denise leaving I know you feel very different about that I would be like mm-hmm. like for me I'm like as long as we keep Renna and Erica we can we can work it out we can I know we can make it work out <laughs> you know you know what's so funny though about me is like so um whenever like a housewife announces that they're they're done or they're leaving mm-hmm. um even if I like don't like them like let's just say Teddy tomorrow announced that she's not going to come back like me being the sentimental self that I am, I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm going to miss her. Like it's, it's just like natural for me to like miss them when they leave, you know, because I'm like used to it. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like, I mean, I know you're not super caught up on New York, but it's kind of like when Dorinda announced her Mm -hmm. departure. Um, That was like big for me because she's been on for so long and like, she's not like a big, she's a big fan favorite, but like this past season, she wasn't doing too well. And it's just like, for me, I was like, Oh damn. So, um, and even when Vanderpump wasn't coming back, like I never really loved Vanderpump, but it was kind of one of those things where it was like, oh, I'm going to miss having her like on the show, you know, like it's, I'm just like super sentimental like that. (laughs) No, I mean, I did kind of like Vanderpump. It was just that, yeah, there was some touch and go, which we all know last few seasons, but I did miss her though on that one. I, I, if, if you bring value and it's fun and it's not too heavy I'm for it, honestly. And if you if you're if you're sassy, oh, I just it's next level for me. So I'll t- I'll take you, I'll keep you. You know, I I'm not that sentimental when it comes to certain housewives, but yeah, Erica and Rena, as long as we don't touch my girls, we're good. <laughs> my God, that's gonna be a sad fucking day if Erica announces that she's leaving. I don't know what I would do. Like, what would happen? I mean, it, it's oh. Ugh. I don't think she'll leave anytime soon. Um, I hope not, especially you, now that she was able to be on Broadway for, unfortunately, such a short term. But yeah, as she she was able to make it, and I think that's just fantastic for her. I'm so happy for her. I'm yeah, I'm definitely happy for her as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just see what happens next week. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Before we go though, can we mm-hmm. talk about that wink that Erica gave at the very end? That wink. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you caught that too? Oh, I did. I did. I guess uh was that like a little um 
Was that like a little gimme for next week or something? I don't know. <laughs> I just love it. I love Erica. It's just, uh, yeah, you know what? She's a great way just to end everything. She's amazing. Love her. I know. One of my favorites she's, for sure. She's always been my favorite. She's always been super, um, I don't even know what it is I like about her. She's just so fabulous. Like, she's it's a, like, what's not to like, you know? Yeah. Perfect. You said it beautiful. Beautifully, beautifully. Love yeah, it. Like, what's not to like? <laughs> Well, Gianna, thank you so much for joining me oh this God. week. Um, yeah, it's been fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> I am so happy to be here. Thank you again, AJ. Your podcast is amazing. I love it oh, so much. You. It's my favorite one to listen to. Everyone oh, definitely rate it. Make sure we give them some love on all platforms. Well, thank you so much. And I'm sure I'll have you on again for yes. another reunion episode or something oh, in so the near blessed. future. Yes, I'm so blessed. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Gianna. <laughs> of course, bye. Okay, bye-bye. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this reaction. I hope you liked it. Um, sorry if there was any small technical difficulties or malfunctions in the sound, if you will. <laughs> um, you do have to admit, though, it's pretty good um, quality for being able to record uh, me being in California and Gianna being in Canada. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in and I hope you liked it. I hope um, I got to talk about everything you wanted to discuss. Uh, feel free to leave me a voice message if there's anything that I missed. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.